Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your what actually has been weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast as of late. Don't worry, we managed to pull ourselves away from Elden Ring, Triangle Strategy, and GT7 to do another show, because there is a show to actually do. We had the letter from the producer number 69. Nice. As of late, they even made nice. Twitter. They even made the joke on Twitter. Even the official 14 Twitter made the joke. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, it is our part one preview for patch 6.1, which really felt more like part one and a half after the one that was two weeks ago. But with that, let's just do a quick discussion so we can get back to playing all the other crazy games coming out this season so we have enough time to do everything. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy, and of course, joining me, peeling off from the racetrack just to take a little, uh, man, I had the rest of the analogy filled out and I lost it. Sly, what's going on? Not much, man. Not I was going to say a pit stop. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's peeling ah, off the track. For there you stop. go. That's what it was going to be. There you go. Yeah, I choked. There I choked at the last second. There you go. That's fine. How you uh, doing, Sly? Doing good. How's Triangle? Dude, I'm feeling it's real It's real acute right now. It's no, no obtuse feelings with this one. I'm really scaling through the game. Good start. Good start. Really know, fucking right? good start. Uh, to be fair, that was then the title of my stream yesterday, so I was like really ready with that one. There was no way I was gonna yeah. fully choke on it. That was State of the Realm. Moving on. All right. Yep. Back back to the triangle strategy. Yeah. Um it's that season, man. It's that season where we got a little bit to talk about in fourteen, but a lot of things, a lot of interests to uh keep in check. But we weren't gonna ditch the show this week. Although I I thought we might oh, no. Because we didn't really talk. No. It happened. Like, we knew can, we were doing how can it. We, how can we ditch nice, though? Yeah. We can't ditch nice. It's a tough one to ditch, to be fair. That's fine. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we really, we really did have to stop ourselves. Cause I was like, Sly, are we still doing that today? And he's like, yeah, yeah, right this time, right? And I was like, okay, good. Cause we kind of just said it. We were going to do it a week ago and then never talked about it again because we just didn't have the time to think <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Pretty much. Before we get started talking about the nice live letter, thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon for supporting as per usual. Uh, they don't get anything for that. They just do it because they like to do it because all the content is free on YouTube uh, all the time. But they do it because they love us. We love you for it. And we love them for it. Exactly. Patrons of Darkness, Kutra Cross, Anjanova, and Kernaioni, above and beyond. Thank you to both of them, of course, for their mm -hmm. extra contribution. And thank you to Steel Series mm -hmm. for the giveaways. Uh, <laughs> still some stock issues with getting the winners their prizes, but... Oh, fucking stock issues. Well, it, honestly, a lot of it is because um, the U.S. stock is kind it's of like, okay, but, like, uh, the Germanic regions and, and a few other regions... Because they ship to a ton of places. The winner can be from anywhere, almost anywhere in the globe. And a lot of the a lot of other regions are, are having... I've had stock issues for months now. So, but yeah. we still do a the giveaway, and I'm still... I have them written down, and they're still going to get it. It's just a matter of when. At this point, yeah. to be honest. But there is a giveaway under the YouTube video, so please go find that in the YouTube video if you're listening or watching on Twitch or, or podcast apps or wherever the heck you're enjoying it. So thank you to them as well. Mm -hmm. So Sly, uh, this was a very different live letter from what we've experienced for the last 11 months, I'd say. A very normal very live letter. Exceedingly, almost, almost creepily normal. Yeah, to a T. And we're like, yeah. even the RCP was like, yeah, we really don't, like, we've always, in the past, we've done, like, so many long live letters. It feels good to kind of get back to normal live letters. And I was like, yeah, I feel you on that one. Thank you. Yeah, if this was, it was, no, yeah, two hours and four, 
Yeah. It was two hours and 14 minutes. You was remember it. the minutes? I was just going to say yeah. two. Uh, that's yeah. all right. I wasn't going to remember that. Hey, 14 minutes. I got it. Final Fantasy 14. How coincidental. Anyway, um, the number just comes up more in my life now. I swear. But yeah, no, it was, it was, I mean, we all know why it was only a two hour live letter though. There's a lot of reasons yeah. why it was only a two hour live letter. For one, yeah. two weeks ago we had a live letter and while they said it was not about patch 6.1, they did also literally say, by the way, here's all of 6.1 stuff for like three minutes of the show, which just goes to mm-hmm. show these live letters could all be three minutes long. We could just be done. We could be in and out in five. They could just record it, be like, this is it. And then that's it. We'd be done. Um, but on top of that, they did not have a guest in the second half, which normally is the length of or longer than the first half of the live letter. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, there was no QVC. There was zero QVC in this one. Yeah. I kind of missed that. It was kind of hoping for something. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for something. Yeah. I think the closest thing we had was maybe a reminder of this. Being out? Yeah. I don't even think this was there, to be honest. It's upside down also, I think. Now it just looks that way because my camera's reversed. There we go. Uh, yeah, that was it. So it was just straight mm-hmm. to the point. And I, I say straight to the point, but it was a lot of, we'll, t- we'll tell you about it later. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a lot of, uh, a lot of circles. Uh, yeah. Geometric shapes. Yeah. Yeah. No triangles though. This, these ones are circles. This is the circle strategy. Uh, so the first thing we got was the name of the new patch, which if you paid attention two weeks ago was pretty on the nose. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, they told us that the, uh, the future, the next 10 years, they were titling it newfound adventures. That was, that was how the presentation was titled. And I said, that's either the name of the new arc or the name of the new patch or new patch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was the name of the new patch, newfound adventure. So uh, some great artwork, though. Uh, it shows us leaving Mordona with a backpack and an outfit that I don't think is in game. I don't, I don't think that outfit's in game. It might be, but why? How would I know? It will no, be. I pay attention. Yeah, if it, <laughs> it will be, that's for certain. If it's not already, it certainly will be. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what we got for Patch Six Point One: Newfound Adventure, uh, setting the tone for the next however many years that. Uh, we're going to be playing this game. So, Sly, what? Where mm-hmm. do you think our newfound adventure is taking us first? What's your bet? First, first. Jeez, Ugh, God, I don't know. Like, I know where it will eventually go, and I've been saying this for a while. It's eventually going to end up in a new world, but we're we're going to have to go other places first. As far as first, I can tell you. I mean. Where the fuck else is there to go? I mean, I have all, I'm still spending on Maricidia. That's still my number one. (sighs) But it seems like Maricidia would be one of those expansion type. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is getting that in motion more so than anything else. Um, I I have a feeling not much important is going to happen in 6.1. Kind of like how they were, kind of like how they were setting up for Golemall for so long and we had to wait how long to get to Golemall. Yeah. Kind of like that. So yeah, I can, I can definitely agree with you on Maricidia. I mean, I've been saying Maricidia for years now. Yeah. Hey, listen, T had, T went somewhere and we're pretty sure she just flew right back down to Maricidia. So Mm -hmm. I'd be shocked if she went literally any place else other than that. 
Yeah, we're gonna, we still gotta go see our old boy, um, Azaja. Our old boy. I don't think he, I don't think he's, <laughs> I don't think he's earned that. I don't think we've earned that. Yeah. Call him old boy. Yet. Yeah, we haven't earned that. Yeah. I mean, but still, like, he just, world was ending. He just didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm He's playing Stardew. Yeah. Well, not yet. Not till 6.2. Then he can play Stardew when Island Sanctuary yeah. comes around. That's, that's, that's when we can have that. Uh, yeah, I mean, in this patch, I expect it to be largely inconsequential. It's going to be a lot of setting up the side story quests and kind of just an update on the beginnings of where the Scions are going. We still know there's a returning character in 6.1. They said a character we have not seen in a while, uh, that will be making a, a, a return. Uh, so we don't know who that is yet, because obviously it's not a Stinian or Tataru, which are the two characters we've seen. Um, the question is who at this point. Who haven't we seen? In and that—that's an important question because we've very recently seen almost everybody. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just like, damn. Like even in the um the the role quest, it was like, yeah, we've seen everybody. So uh, who? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm curious who is going. It's probably somebody who we've considered largely inconsequential for quite some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. uh that's that's it. I mean, there's a few characters that could be that we really didn't see much in 6.0 or that they only alluded to speaking to. Matoya is obviously one who... But we've seen her recently. Yeah. We've said in a long time. She was part of the 5.x series pretty directly. So I don't see it being Matoya. Um, Marine, it's been an expansion. You know, go check on Novrant, maybe. And I have I have my suspicions about that that I think are going to get pretty funny, but we'll... We'll see about that in, okay. the, uh, in the future. So new main scenario quest, obviously, but I the, honestly, mm-hmm. six point one is the patch of side quests. Weirdly enough, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's crazy. Um, we have, of course, uh, Tataru's grand endeavor, where she gives us that "Have you heard of Ray Shadow Legends?" look. <laughs> Excuse me, but have you heard of? Have you heard of Raid Shadow? Is that the look? That's that's the look. That's the I'm about to tell this person about Raid Shadow Legends look right there. I mean, you could say you she's not gonna acclaimed MMO. Yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah. go there. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of face that makes you. They're like, listen, they found out she's not Zodiac, but let's not make them. I mean, even just look at the shadow in the chair. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> When she's just sitting with us with the tea, just the shadow in the chair is like, mm. I'd be more worried if there was no shadow, to be honest, but, you know, Tataru. Mm-hmm. So that's a series all throughout 6.x. We'll be having Tataru's Grand Endeavor, so start of a side quest series. Um, mm-hmm. The additional role quests, of course, as a reminder, we do get a few quick screenshots of that with Bordola, Connie Senna, uh, Americ, uh, Merle, Foshino. We have... Uh, uh, Yugiri in the back. So all the characters that showed up in the role quest seem to be in Garlemald. So I'd imagine it's dealing with the reconstruction in some capacity or the, or one final, um, terminus blasphemy. piece. Yeah, blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we'll have to be dealing with one stronger than the rest. And we'll get a nice big eight person battle with all the role quest NPCs as, uh, trusts for it, I suppose. So mm. there's that. Um, there is, of course, Hildebrand making his grand return um, and looks to be they are continuing with the Stormblood theory of going what we thought going into Shadowbringers where he does seem to be ending up in Novron and has left because I mean that's Lakeland 
I know we don't see yeah. much of it, but that's almost certainly Lakeland. Uh, and that's for those who don't remember, Gilgamesh, he got that powder in his face that drives him fucking nuts, lets him be mind controlled, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he sucked Nashu and Gilgamesh, or Nashu and Hildebrand into a dimensional portal and almost certainly took them to the first. So there you go. He's, uh, he's in the first and, now we get to see if there's an alternate universe Hildebrand in the first, an alternate uh, universe Nashu. Uh, and more importantly, I want to see uh, if Reen gets involved in any of these antics because uh, she might be a little bored over Has there. Has to. Has to. I mean, who else? Like, Lena? Oh, God. Everyone, I mean, he's, he's got to be going to the Crystarium, so he's going to, he's going to mm-hmm. meet with pretty much all of the important. Feo-ul. <laughs> Maybe get Titania involved in this. That would be so good. <laughs> uh, the Chai's. Oh my God. I hope he meets the Chai's at some point. Runar. <laughs> There's a lot of characters. See, what's, what I'm really excited about is, uh, in A Realm Reborn, Hildebrand was, they knew they were putting him in. So they designed it from the beginning. We had a super mm-hmm. long involved quest line with lots of ups and downs and, but then Heavensward and Stormblood, they kind of, they did it reactively. So they were, they had their moments. You know, my favorite in Heavensward is always that he's getting away really slowly, but he's getting away. <laughs> you know, like they have their moments, but they never really come all the way to fruition. Uh, this seems like it'll be much more fleshed out and worth the wait. I, I'm hoping because there's a lot of possibities for him. Over in Novron. Not to mention the, the the chance to revisit the first is always a fun one. Yeah. Um, we of course do have the tribal quest, the Arc of Sadara, which uh I was I, I know we talked about a couple weeks ago. I was still surprised because we had moved away. They're, they're not really like an isolated society, the Arc of Sadara. Right. Right. They're integrated. Yeah. But it seems like they're more specifically focusing on the Arc of Sadara as Again, not a beast tribe, but they are formally renaming them to tribal quests, where it's just like it's called tribe. Yeah, so I mean, they are. I would say they are part of a tribe to some capacity. It's really again more of a civilization, but the individual struggles of the Arkasadara as a people, I'd imagine, is more uh, direct here. A tribe called quest. Yes, there you go. <laughs> no, a quest called tribe yeah, in this case. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, quest called tribe. Yeah, uh, tribe called quest. So, uh, Arcasadara. This is the combat one, more specifically. Yep. So, for the few jobs we have left to level after the last several months, for you probably more so than me. I just have a few left. I've yeah, like three. Yeah, you have. You just have enough to get the roll quest done, or that you did get the yes, roll no. quest done. You did all the roll quests, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually have to do them still. I, I have all the jobs. Really? I decided to wait until it was closer. Like after I did the first one, I was like, let me wait to do all the other ones until right before 6.1. So I can roll into it kind of fresh. You know, that mm-hmm. was, that was my thinking behind it. And, uh, we'll see. Um, so yeah, no more beast traps. So it's tribal quests from now on. Uh, and then we got blindsided by another side story quest, one that was pretty heavily requested. So I guess I'm not that surprised, but it seems they mm-hmm. were pretty forward thinking. Um, the Omega Beyond the Rift side story quest. It's not a series as far as we know. It's a side story quest that's taking place in sometime in 6.1X. Mm-hmm. Yoshida said, you know, we know a lot more about Omega now and, uh, 
Maybe he should know a little bit more about Omega. <laughs> so what do you think transpires here? Because we never really get a formal answer on what the OMG bot, how much of Omega's being is integrated into the OMG bot. How much of it is just a mammoth? How much of it is, does he like remember? We get only get a tiny bit of insight in one of the side stories from Tales of the Shadows. And that's about it. So you think Alpha somehow ends up in Ultima Thule? I don't see. I I don't think Alpha will ever leave. Alpha has to be part of this. There's no way he isn't. Yeah. I mean, now, honestly, even Sid yeah. and Nero kind of almost have to be a part of this little endeavor as mm-hmm. well. It would be it would be really weird to not that because that's where they are. We see them in in Endwalker that we all know Alpha, OMG, Nero. Like they're all part of the the are the Garland Ironworks. So. But Alpha, we kind of we know he gained a soul, and now this I'd imagine this has to be some sort of uh, continuation to that realization from the Omega series. Yeah, so he's just—I mean, he's still on his what pilgrimage type deal. Mm-hmm. Still venturing that's, you the know realm. What? That's actually a good question because if they are just on a pilgrimage, it's weird to see them just roll up with the with the Garland Ironworks. They just knew where to find them. Yeah. That doesn't sound like much of a pilgrimage. I mean, we see him in random locations. I'm surprised, like, we haven't seen him in any of the 6.0 locations yet, or they haven't programmed that in. I don't think they thought about it. Again, I think that what we don't know is that they went on the pilgrimage and that Mm -hmm. they went back to the the Ironworks. I think that is realistically what happened is Alpha and Omega returned to the, the Ironworks. Because it's just, I don't know how, to be fair, Nero was, was trailing them at the end of the Omega mm-hmm. series. Like, he sees them off. So he might be well apprised to where they are. Maybe there's a tracking device in Omega that they can always use or something, because they could probably just detect where Omega is at any point. I don't think Sid wants to throw the, a tiny replica of uh, an interdimensional weapon of mass destruction and just throw it out into the world without knowing where it's going. <laughs> So that might be that might be how they they track them down. But uh yeah, we're just going to be more exploring more about the Omicrons more specifically. So that's interesting. Just crazy how many side quests there are coming out of 6.x. They're hitting the ground running with these side quests. Which is good because there's not really a whole lot to do in 6.1 if you're not an ultimate raider. <laughs> So they kind of need to get people attached to the idea of resubbing yeah. for this stuff, in in my opinion. Um, unless you really want to play through a Realm Reborn again, which... <laughs> Let, let's be honest, Happy. Like, this is going to happen in about a year and a half, so... Uh... No, I mean, the first part is going to happen now. I just, every patch I have to go no, no. do it. <laughs> I mean, like... We all know you're going to go back and do it in a year and a half. No, I'm going to go back and do it in 6.1, and then every time they release an update, I'll do it gradually. Uh. <laughs> a, a, a realm retrusted. There we go. That's that's the character thing. I have a realm reborn, a realm revamped, and now I need a realm retrusted or something like that. I don't know. You know it's not the trust system anymore. They're renaming it to the duty support system. Uh, but yeah, improvements to the Realm Reborn main scenario. They go into more detail about that later, but essentially they're renaming trust system to duty support. Trusts are just the avatar leveling system that is optional. 
And uh, then they're doing things like Total Rock is not going to have the slow on the ground anymore, or uh, Hawk Manor has a teleporter in the basement, so people see it and they don't go, oh, you know, how do I go back to the entrance? Uh, three people have returned, and the last person's like, John, John Travolta just... looking around where did everyone go uh and then on top of that a bunch of changes to the last few msq scenarios the dungeons mm-hmm. whatnot um cash rooms being made into a four-man more importantly okay. cape western solo instance we knew that from a couple weeks ago listen i don't know why you'd be disappointed that's a promotion slide we went over this from the last from last oh no, rip it is a promotion. Rip my boy. No, it's a promotion. Rip my boy. No, no. he's going to do better now than he ever did before. I'm telling you. I removed I remove from trial status. Jesus. He didn't. He barely counted for it in the first place. That dude blinked and he was dead. Look what they did to my boy. Look what they did to my boy, Rattan. They gave him a promotion. He's going to live way longer now than he ever did before. I'm just saying, just because the number of people has reduced doesn't mean that the quality has reduced. So, yeah, exactly. It's going to be about a three-minute fight now. Maybe longer. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Be good. Um, more importantly, Praetorium, they elaborated on kind of things they had already spoken about a couple weeks ago. Uh, Praetorium itself... Four-player dungeon. We knew that was happening. Um, yep. But they're breaking it down into three bits. And, they again, they mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but it was... The translation didn't outright say it as much as this one did. Um, everything up to Gaius is now what the Praetorium is. So Gaius is the final boss of the Praetorium, uh, which mm-hmm. is great for memes. Then you have the ultimate weapon as a four-player duty, much like Ifrit Normal and Garuda Normal and Titan Normal. Uh, mm-hmm. then you have the solo instance against La Habrea, who also, as far as I'm concerned, has gotten a promotion. Cause, the, listen, do you understand, do you know, when was the last time you did MSQ roulette? Maybe about, uh, two months ago. He literally doesn't even finish the, like, he's at 0.1% HP for, like, 20 seconds, because they, they need him to finish his monologue before he's allowed to die. That shouldn't happen anymore. <laughs> it's, like, depressing. He's like, I will bring all the world to heal. It's like, bro, literally, we are just auto-attacking you, waiting you to shut up. Please stop. Just die. <laughs> you just never get to finish speaking. It would be terrible. This is all for the better. I firmly believe. You'll have the duty support system for MSQ only, which means squadrons are still useful for any side dungeons, plus they'll be faster for leveling. Um, I think the Ultima battle and uh, La Habrea being separated makes Praetorium more digestible. I think they're probably... They said they were going to streamline Cashroom and Prey to make them a little bit simpler as well, like Praetorium's uh, section with the walkers, they said was going to change. Um, I'd imagine Castrum will be also more streamlined. I, if you look in the screenshot, I think you can even see like red gates kind of blocking you from going in random directions at times. So I think, I think the streamlining of all of it is going to make it all better. There is still an MSQ roulette, however, but it's now Castrum, Prey, and Ultima as the three possibilities in there. 
And I'd assume you still can't skip cutscenes, but that the and they did. Say yeah, they didn't say yeah, that. Like, um, they didn't say that. They didn't say you you would you. Still they didn't say, and it. and that's why that's why I'm thinking that you still can because they didn't. Yeah, you. They didn't say anything. Right. So. Yeah. Um, the big thing, of course, being also that these instances are going to be shorter one way or the other. There's less people; they're going to be shorter, yeah. so they have to adjust the values of the experience. Um, how mm-hmm. valuable they are is a good question. How valuable they will be is a good question, but because they'll support the duty support system anyway, I, I, again, I don't see it as a loss. I, I, I know people like to say, oh, just throw on Netflix and do MSQ roulette and you get like a whole level. I'm like, yeah, but if I wanted to, if I really wanted to not play the game, I would just not play the game. You're just playing the game while not playing the game. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I think it's better. Also, with less people, the number of you know how people tend to kind of like have their own strats for getting through these things faster. They don't really hold weight mm-hmm. when there's only four people. You can't be the one person who like gets ahead from the cutscene and just pulls the boss early, and it's like, and you're like doing a huge favor, like disconnect and reconnect. It, it very much dissuades that unless the majority of people are doing it, and that's probably never going to be the case with these. Yeah. I just don't think you'll be able to skip cutscenes. They, I think they would have said, I agree yeah. with you. I think they would have said it if they were going to allow it. All they said mm-hmm. was because these will be shorter, we will adjust the rewards. Mm-hmm. But it may, it may also only be in the roulette where they keep it that way. Maybe when you do it with trust, you could if you really wanted to. I think that makes sense because they want the story to be kind of expedited. So at least with trust, I think you'll be able to skip them. Yeah. Cool. New dungeon. I love the name the of Circle of Secrets. Dude, it's the Elden Ring the dungeon. Of- Look at all those Elden Rings. <laughs> I call it the Circle of Secrets. I think that's the that's the new name. That's the name. This new dungeon. The is that like the opposite of the Circle of Knowing from Louis Suarez? This is the Circle of Secrets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I honestly and, I couldn't even guess. Like there's yeah. no way to guess what that's gonna be. <sighs> I, I, I guess it all depends on our on the beginning of our new journey, like where it's setting up, where we have to. I was about to say make a pit stop, but well, that's um, you read chat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, where we have to like make a pit stop before we even like begin our journey. So I just want to hear. The I music. don't know. I just want to hear the music. After all the Endwalker dungeons, I just want to hear the music again. Again. Hmm. OST's available. Buy now. <laughs> Not Buy now. Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, we get the uh, the trial. Thought Topic EX. Damn. That's brutal. <laughs> the, end of, the end singer's aria. Well, the good news is looks like two totems per clear, which means I, yeah. at the most, need 50 clears. Going off of, going off of, uh, Hades. How? I wouldn't say it's really cinematic. I mean, Hades was kind of cinematic. The EX was a little bit. How much do you think they're going to add to this? I think it'll actually be pretty similar to the normal. I, I actually don't oh. think this, don't get me wrong. It's going to be different, 
But the but it's interesting that his exact words were people who are good at these specific mechanics will probably not have a hard time, but you have to look here and there and remember things. So it just tells me that it's a lot of the whole like, you know, stars just like blowing up and stuff. Um, I mean, I'd imagine they're going to blow up some planets. They're going to blow up like two planets at once. And then they're going to, and then they're going to blow up a planet while reversing the other planet. So it's going to be a lot of like, you know, just moving around the arena in tighter AOEs. You just won't have like this crescent moon shaped safe spot like you did before, but that's pretty much all the original one is anyway. Or like, maybe you have to dodge the like line AOEs while you're doing it. I think this is actually going to be a very easy point. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we, if you really, if it, if the planets can explode, any, well, I'm gonna take anywhere, but like not just uh the static points they are like that we have. Like usually it's just one and two, east and west. Um, I think it'll be pretty easy to kind of, you know, waypoint safe spots even before we go in. Like I could probably, yeah, I could probably like here, here. If we're going north south, here, here, done. These are our safe spots. I think there'll be intercardinals for the most part. I think mm-hmm. there's just going to be like four yeah. safe intercardinal spots, and then it's going to be how the planets are mixed with one of the other AOEs. Because she has a bunch of other AOEs. She's got one that splits the arena yeah. in half, and you know she's got ones that like. And then like the, yeah, and then of course the delayed explosions and whatnot. Yeah. So that's mm. the big thing. I think it's going to be a lot of the delayed explosions, and then there's two safe spots, but one of them is being hit by something. And then maybe there's like right. sta- there's two stack AOEs on the healers, or so you have to split two mm-hmm. groups four and four. And I think it's going to be a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I think the last phase is actually going to be pretty similar to what we see, saw with Hades in his last phase, where it is largely a heal check with like a like one simple AOE. Like it, Hades is what the X's. Exaflares, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It's just repeating exaflares. Yeah, exaflares. What really? two tank busting towers, and then just a ton of AOEs. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be very similar to that. Uh, just, yeah. uh, and to be fair, even the normal mode is like that. It's a bunch of AOEs drop on the ground and then she does a bunch of AOEs. So just throw one more thing in there. And I think it's, it's mm-hmm. going to be done. I think this is going to be very quick to do. And I think they're going to do that on purpose because they're making the fight longer and more because they're, they want to make it cinematic. I'm willing to bet it has a cutscene still. Uh, and I think they just don't want it to be a pain because it's going to be long personally. I like the theory that Xenos is the final phase. They just throw him in there. Not even a 1v1. <laughs> he's the final. I like the theory. I don't think they're even going to bother with that. Like Shinryu Xenos or Xenos? No, Xenos Xenos. A test of your reflexes! <laughs> <laughs> now I have you! Yeah, they're going to save that for Final Days Ultimate, where Xenos is actually the last phase of yeah. an Ultimate. Yeah. So that's all I think. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it'll be quick and easy, though, so not something that's too terribly time-consuming. Uh, speaking of things that won't be time-consuming, but I'm looking forward to, Unreal returning. We knew this already. Um, Ultima, yep. Ultima Weapon. Ubu. Ubu. Do not pursue Ubu. No, I'm pursuing Ubu in this case. Yeah, uh, this is going to be super fucking easy. Like we take away eight man Ultima, we give you another eight man Ultima. <laughs> yeah, if I, I feel like this is going to be a lot more easier than the other um, Unreal's because this, I mean, people have done Uwu, so it's kind of 
It's not even fresh that. in people's minds. Ultima has one deadly mechanic. I'm sorry, two deadly mechanics in the Let mm-hmm. me let me remind you that the old Ultima weapon hard mode was not they said they didn't want to call it an extreme when they released that the level uh 50 like patch point one Ultima because they said it's not as hard as the others. Bottom line. That's yeah. gonna stand true here too. What is what Garuda's knocking uh, Ifrit knocking back into Garuda's AoE and then there's some honestly the dive bombs from Ifrit might be the hardest thing in there other than the uh the the orbs. The orbs mm-hmm. are the only thing I'm scared about. I'm just gonna tank LB those, to be honest. Fuck doing anything else, probably won't even have LB three, just tank LB two them just to survive. Call it a fucking day. Have two tanks do the ones in the front. Have everybody else do the ones in the back. That's it. This is going to be easy. Easy compared to Leviathan, Titan, and Shiva, which were surprisingly rough for Unreal's, for the Party Finder, at least. Do you have much fun experiencing those? People don't remember shit. Or they weren't there for it, Sly. Then it's they can't learn. No, they shit. don't remember. <laughs> they don't remember. Yeah, they don't remember or they can't learn. It's one of the two. Um I just I still think Shiva was for some reason the hardest Unreal. For the people just fail yeah, people failed was. that DPS check so much in the party finder. I don't it was it I mean I get why, but it was like it happened a lot with Shiva. More than Titan and, mm-hmm. and Leviathan at the very least. Those were just you wiped, like, period. You never hit enrages on those. I say never. But less. I'm sure. Yeah. I think I've hit yeah. enrage on Titan or Leviathan once or twice. But Shiva was like a weekly thing with, like, people just not being able to do it correct. <laughs> so, yeah, Unreal back. I love this. I love Unreal. I still have not missed a week of it since it was originally released, other than, obviously, when they took it away. So that's good for me. I'm doing that every week. Maybe not the week Ultima Ultimate comes out. I might be a week I just skip because when? When am I going to do it, Sly? The week Ultimate comes out. Maybe. We'll see. Like uh, five days after. I, I, I give you five. Sly, days I'm days. not somebody who normally clears the Ultimates in the first week. I'm not, I'm not I TPS. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in TPS and I'm not <laughs> TPS. Shit, I'll give them like three. So yeah. Oh yeah, I, no, that's, 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 I give them three days as well. We'll see. I I, yeah. I I think TPS will finish it in three days. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I'm not, but I just said I'm not that. It's not like I I'm probably gonna miss a week. That's why point. I said five. That's why I said five. You you probably clear it in like no, two, two days. No, I've never cleared an ultimate week one of it releasing ever. There's no reason I for believe, me to think. I believe in you. I believe in you. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. Um, of course, we have the uh, Alliance Raid, Myths of the Realm, and we got an image. Yeah. What's, what's your take on the image? Like, because I, like, because they said that we're, we're dealing with the, the 12 deities. Yeah. I want to know where the fuck this is that we didn't already know about. Yeah, that's what, that's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm saying because are those are those Vanu? No, they just look like griffins. They're way too fit yeah. to be the Vanu. Oh, okay, so if they're griffins, maybe Haloni? Yeah, I mean, so, so I had somebody say that the symbol in the back is Byergod, 
Which I, of course, wouldn't fucking know. Because I never remember this. I can never remember. I mean, Burgot's Blessing? Yeah. We also have to remember, we get three raids, we got 12 12 to deal with. Yeah, the symbol is bright as fuck. I really can't see it. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm not even going to say whether or not it is. I honestly couldn't tell you. But you got to remember, we've got three raids to cover 12 to cover twelve of the 12. So whether or not they're all mm-hmm. bosses or not, I, I'm not even attempting to predict that. We're learning about them. This will set right. precedent whether or not I think that in the future. But, you know, um, I would see Griffins, I think, Rolger almost immediately. Hmm, True. That that was my first thought. I was like, oh, this is Rolger. Like, those are the first words out of my mouth. Um, just because they're the Alamegan symbol. But then being the Alamegan symbol doesn't mean it's necessarily Rolger. Again, it doesn't oh, matter yeah. because no matter what, we have to learn about all 12 of them in a matter of three or eight. So even if it's one of them, it, can't, it doesn't mean <laughs> it can't be all of them. True. So. Uh, in all honesty, I'm not too worried about it. I'm just glad to see... Something that isn't near. <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest my biggest compliment is that that is definitely not near. Yep. <laughs> oh man. And then of course, uh, you mentioned a minute ago, ultimate. Yep. Dragon Song's reprise. Drew. And you get a couple. It's Dragon Song reprise ultimate. It's Drew. No? I hate them. I hate the way y'all fucking Drew. shorten these things. We've got Ukab, Uwu, T, and Drew. So we got a couple of images. Uh, the first two images we've kind of seen before, but that last image... Oof. <laughs> that last Oof. image comes with the uh, a comment that says, it's going to be a little different from previous Ultimates. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Your thing, huh? Yeah. Oh, um, I know now. It was said that Mr. Ozma designed this fight. If you could describe Mr. Ozma in one way, Sly, how would you describe Fuck him? Fuck you! That's not a description, Sly. That is, that is, that is verbal harassment. So how would you describe him? No? Asshole. Okay. That's that's better, I think. Yeah, that's a directed expletive. <laughs> that's, that's what the first one was. Um, I would describe him as somebody who really likes making casual level encounters that grief casual players. <laughs> Leave me alone, Discord. I heard that sound. That's because I have it open in a an internet tab, so it doesn't mute properly. Uh, yeah. So that's how I would describe him. So the fact that now he's making a difficult level encounter makes me think the same will apply. A high difficulty encounter that will make high difficulty or high skill players cry. We still don't have Mr. Ozma's actual name, do we? Yes, we do. It's right here. Masaki Nakagawa. Oh, we got a name. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So now you know the name of fear. Not that you're going to be afraid. Yeah. You're not doing this. You're not committing a week of your time to this like I am or more. 
Oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. Wait, I'll have to ask Gage if, like, once we get done, if he wants to ever fucking do this. You know what my favorite thing about this Ultimate is? It, what? It breaks a single convention that has not been broken by any Ultimate prior. This is the first Ultimate using four-man bosses as its core. Some people argue Ultima because it has, like, you know, if recruit a Titan, but they have eight, they had eight-man versions already. It's using bosses from the Vault. It's using Krace Velger, who's a four-man boss as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because Heavensward had much more compelling four-player dungeon bosses than a Realm Reborn. That's probably why the convention yeah. was never used prior. Uh, mm. kind of can't avoid it. So we can now I mean, put those all, we can put all four know. player dungeon bosses on ultimate lists now as like potential things to appear. I mean, then Hawk if you consider, uh, what you would call it. Yeah, yeah um, but that's final steps of faith right there. That's not the airy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In fact, the first phase on the bridge is even after the airy to begin with. So, you know, we don't even have to think about that. <laughs> What if they actually throw in Bishop? Please don't. That's weird. That's way too early. Bishop had better, at most better do a dive bomb, and I better not have to think about it anymore. Uh, yeah, the biggest thing is the way they're putting Hreisfelger in is they're just like, oh, yeah, Hreisfelger's got neural links on. That's weird because it's weird for, for a number of reasons. One, Gordon mm-hmm. would have been the one to do it, and... Mm-hmm. There's none on Nidhogg, so clearly that's not the thing. But Nidhogg wouldn't have done it. Nidhogg would just kill Hraisvalgr. So they're literally just doing it. They're like, fuck it. Listen, the wandering minstrels just making shit up. Don't think about it too much. Okay? We yeah. just want you to fight Hraisvalgr and Nidhogg at the same time, and we need a, we need an excuse. Okay? That's all there is to it. Um. I think we're gonna have to break all those Neuralinks with mechanics, and that's how we're gonna get the Hraisvalgr buff for the final phase. That's what I think is going to happen. So mm. ultimate readers, get, yeah, get your thinking caps ready. Get your tinfoil cat hats ready with me, please. Please do it. Thank you. Uh, think you're going to have to do mechanics wrong yes. again. Yeah. It's not mm. even wrong. Like I'd have to imagine we'll have to use Nidhogg's attacks to break Frace Felger's, kind of like, um, kind of like building up an LB bar, but instead it's going towards, yeah, something like that. Nice builder. Like, yeah. I'd imagine, like, we have to use, like, a, some sort of, like, claw-based attack to break the claw ones and a tail attack to break that. So, we'll, 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 we'll see, but I, I have a strong feeling breaking those Neuralinks is key to the secret of Dragon Song's reprise, whatever it may be. But I have to think that way after the last two ultimates. I have no choice but to think that way in advance because I was right about all. I was right about Alexander, and my team refused to listen to me. I was right. I said the cat is the answer. It has to be. It's how we. It's literally the plot device for beating Alexander and making sure the timelines turn out exactly the way that it has to for us to say the cat is the answer. And sure enough, the cat was the fucking answer. So I have to believe. That's all. Mm. Job adjustments, they just skipped over. They were like, listen, we told you two weeks ago. We'll tell you more in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's still Machinist, White Mage, Dark Knight, uh, Dragoon Jumps. We talked about that last week as well. So nothing nothing new to add there. PvP, same deal. Talk about it next time. I'm still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. 
Looking forward to the PvP updates. That will probably be a big time-consuming thing for me, depending on how long it takes to get through a series. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I will be completing every series in every PvP time it comes out. Not a season, but a series. I'll do. Yeah. So. Uh, custom deliveries. We get Emilians. They can dress her up in the butler outfit. So. Yeah. Oh, your, your wife is now our wife. Oh, God, I can just see the possibilities of what people are going to do. I'm sure you can, Sly. I'm sure you can. You're like, yes, Emilians, fill our coffers. (laughs) (laughs) Fill the silence coffers, please. Tataru said you were looking for me. Yes. Uh, she is in 6.15. We'll probably get to talk with the twins a little bit more because of this too. I'd imagine that they'll be involved in some capacity. I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plots open in the Empyrean. Yeah. Thank God they didn't spend 30 minutes. I, this, I thought they were going to spend 30 minutes talking about this again. Um, adventure plates. Calling cards. Yep. Mr. Persona over here gets triggered every time he hears it. Every time you hear a calling card, you're like, I know what to think. Not really. Yes, you do. Don't you lie to me. Everyone on the internet who's played Persona 5 saw calling cards and immediately heard fucking every song from Persona 5 flash through their head at the the same time. But in reference to this, this is more like guild cards from Monster Hunter. That's all I see. That's what I think it'll be too, but everyone's like, you yeah. never see it coming. As soon as they, as soon as the calling cards, but it's not called that anymore. It's called adventure plates. So that can stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it seems um, like, um, big thing I noticed about this is they dropped talk. They related it to PVP the first time they talked about it. They dropped that entirely mm-hmm. here. They're like, they, they don't even, they, they just don't even mention anything PVP related here. Um, because it's not strictly a PvP feature, even if it's going to have PvP yeah. information on the profile. So that's good. They want people to feel like it's not tied to it in case they don't want to do PvP. So yay! Woo! Uh, and then we get the Unending Codex. It's our lore book. Bookie book. Yeah. There were like no Erzivia, no, no, no number three. We'll put it in the game. I wonder how elaborate this thing's going to be. I don't know. Actually, one small thing. Okay. In the last live letter, on the um, in the North American, you know, screen background. Okay. Why did it look like? Why does it look like they have like a um, encyclopedia Eorzea kind of collection back there? Yeah, like. Are we getting that? Are, are we getting a, a third so it like bundles up and do like a collection? We can... Hey, you can have a collection with just two. No. <laughs> Bro, we're lucky if they ever even reprint, like whenever they have reprints of the first yeah. ones, it's like, and then they're gone in minutes. So. Right. So every, t- I don't know. I don't think we'll see three. I think. I think this is going to be our our substitute for them release. I'm mean, don't get me wrong. Anytime they can take to 
release something physical, they will. But with Koji's promotion, and I don't know if they want, I don't know if Odasan wants to stick this on Kate. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Odasan can do it in one language, but it's going to be Kate's job to do it in the other. And Kate's like, listen, I just took over this role not too long ago. And, uh, I do not want to do that. I would not want to do that if I were her. She's like, I got a expansion and game to work on over here and I want to go home. Unlike the man before me, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Never convinced the Koji wants to go home. Probably it's like, oh, I have a family and kids, but all the lore. (laughs) Yeah. So funny thing, actually, I'm going to sidetrack us there. I'm going to tell you something about Final Strategy that's not a spoiler, but it's a single voiced line in the game that if you told me somebody other than Koji did it, it'd be hard for me to believe, even though it's probably true. The character literally says, verbatim, will slap me on the ass like I'm a newborn. <laughs> I was like, did Koji write this? <laughs> I gotta look up credits now. Holy shit. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it was not the line I expected for the scene that happened in, but it was, uh, it was a good laugh as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, no, I don't think he's there. There's, that's not, he doesn't work for Team Asano. He's not Team Asano's localizer. Or in this case, uh, what's, T- uh, Team Asano was their name before they rebranded. What is, what is it now? It begins with an A still, but I don't remember what it is. Um, either way, the codex, now they said the codex is going to become available in 6.1. Um, a lot in the main scenario of patch 6.1. Am I the only one who thinks that it should not be released as part of the main scenario in 6.1 and should probably be in the game, like, early? Like, really early? Why? Why Why the fuck do you have to wait five expansions before you fucking get a book that tells you about your adventures? Because the thing is, it's a glossary of character terms up through 6.0, which means that in 6.1, it's whatever they have done for prior to that is going to be put into it. Why wouldn't you just release that as like a feature you get at like level like 20? So people who can't keep up with it, have this reference as they're going through. I mean, they have the underneath journey that slide. That has never been a good answer ever. <laughs> Half the cutscenes aren't even in there. <laughs> and the one. I mean, that, what else? I mean, what else? This. What other? This. There's no reason this needs to be in the 6.1. I get it. Oh, we're going on a new adventure. We should keep a journal of of what we do, and and that's how they're probably going to introduce it. Exactly. <laughs> Tataru's going to give it to us. That's why she's the first entry. I'm just saying, probably a feature that doesn't need to happen specifically in the 6.1 MSQ. It could happen before. Um, but it's also going to be updated over time. So it'll be a fun read-through. It'll be a fun thing to look through. I just think it's releasing way too late in a player's experience for the first time in the game. Uh, data Center Travel, 6.18. We knew that already. They talk about the JP Data Center split. A little bit later in the show. 
Um, then other things, New Game Plus for MSQ for 6.0 and some of 6.1. Uh, Hrothgar and Vieira hairstyles, getting five more plates, so going from 15 to 20. Um, in 6.2, they're doubling the Glamour Dresser from 400 to 800. For me, that's just more inventory, because I don't use the Glamour Plates or the Dresser normally. I just stuck stick shit in there because I'm a hoarder. And so I'm just going to mm-hmm. have more hoarding space as far as I'm concerned. Yep. You have an actual applicable use for this. I do, but I choose not to use it. I, I use it just because I hoard shit too, but yeah, you're right. I do use it for, you know, you stick events. some things in there. You have some, you have some plates for some dapper looking shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of dapper looking shit. You can view uh, Final Fantasy XIV online store items in-game now just to see how they look and fit on your character. Yes. Really good quality of life. Try it before you buy it. But it's funny, Sly, because there's a fine line to walk here. They've never displayed online store elements in-game before. Because in doing so implies they want to direct you to the online store. It's why we don't have it available in the game client itself. That's why there's no mention of it in the game client itself. This will be the first mention of it. So you know what their answer was, Sly? To stick it in the most unrecognizable place they could possibly think to put it. The bed. The in-room bed. (laughs) Which previously was only used to log out. Mm-hmm. So I like that they're still trying to keep it out of the way, but most people are never gonna re- even realize it's there. Bottom line, they'll never realize it's there. But you know what? It also they'll means? realize it if they want to try shit out. Maybe, 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 maybe if this was in the game when when Jesse Cox was checking his bed, <laughs> like, oh, there's a sleeping animation on the bed when you log in. Maybe he wouldn't have accidentally logged out if there was dream fitting to distract him. That was tragic. That was so tragic during all the login queues. Just to watch that man log out without a second thought. <laughs> um, other things, the idle animation for parasols will be updated because it looks too stiff. Ooh, there's my peaches. There's my peaches for the live letter. A check mark used to, to show that when you, you've already obtained minions, mounts. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're improving the market for finding ones that can be purchased uh, by giving it a, a, its own section in the miscellany. I know it's miscel- miscellaneous any, so it's miscellany, but I just like mm-hmm. saying it like it's a whole new word. Miscellany. Miscellany? Yeah. Uh, Sounds but, country. Yeah, that's nice. That's just one of those quality of life things that no reason not to have it. You know, even if you never use it, you can't really complain about it. Yeah. Then they went on break an hour in. I was mm-hmm. amazed at the punctuality. It's just I've grown not used to it. They do say it's been exa- it's been eleven months since they did a live letter that's like this one where it's only in. Again, this is also shorter because there's no constant translation. Yep. So. And of course, no guests. Yeah, like no guess. That was honestly, I was surprised. So yeah, then they just spent the second half doing just legwork on 
explaining a few basic things like how they uh, we already talked about how they're updating the duty support and the trust system and the dungeons Mm -hmm. and all that stuff interestingly enough though we do get to see what the new uh duty supporter or content supporter as it's called in japan is and uh it's funny because everyone just sees the first dungeon it just has an eager conjurer an eager lancer and an eager thaumaturge as your like generic buddies for the first few dungeons like sestasha Everyone's like, where's Edda? Why isn't Edda yeah. an option? <laughs> Why isn't Edda and Adir an option here? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, they don't want to, they don't want to ruin people. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to ruin people. Yeah. It's like, I think you do understand. I think it's what, what you want overwrites what you understand in this case. Uh, it is, it is different per instance. It's not like it's just the, these three random NPCs. So like for Praetorium or Castrum, it shows you have grand company members with you, for example. Um, but they just have to keep in mind what's possible. Obviously, when it comes to something like Gifrit, it needs to be someone who's, you know, has the blessing of light or has the echo, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then depending on what kind of fight it is, what kind of fighter you have with you. I like how everyone, I saw instant posts being like, yo, Everyone's everyone's gawping over Ishtola or Connie Senna, but I'm all about eager Lancer here. <laughs> Instantly <laughs> saw those posts on Twitter. Like, yo, I stand eager Lancer. Let's go. <laughs> uh, don't ever change social media. Please do, actually. Yeah. And then there's just a few screenshots of all that. The dungeons that they'd support, the changes to Castor and Praetorium we went over. And then data center stuff, um, we knew most of this already, but they did clarify a few things. For one, uh, reminder, all the social features don't work, but a, an actual uh, thing I didn't expect, cross-world link shells, you can join one after 6.2. They're going to make it so that, like, if you go to Primal, you can join one while you're on Primal. Hey! I wonder if that stops as soon as you unvisit, like if they have to kick you or if it will remember that you're a member there even if you leave. They didn't really clarify. I mean, I'm pretty sure it will because, well, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to save the data is the thing. I mean, either way, we have the uh, community sites too, so. Uh Yeah, so uh, that's nice. That's because, like, you could be on Ether but join a Primal static, so they want to make sure you have some method of communicating with, like, your group on Mm -hmm. Primal. Uh, so it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing I did not expect. I thought it was just always going to be nothing. But other than that, I mean, you can do whatever. You can do duties, raids, maps, uh, hunts, whatever your 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 poison may be. But a reminder that it is not a quick and easy thing, changing to another data center. Um, as we suspected, you will need to log out of the game to actually visit another data center. You'll become a traveler when you go to do that as well, as, as opposed to a wanderer. Mm-hmm. And once you've selected a designation, then... It's going to put you, you in a game. Excuse me? You're locked in. Yes. You I was going to get to that, but this is true. Once you say yes, once you pick a destination and say yes, that is where you are committing to go. You cannot back out of a data center travel once you have executed it. And the caveat to that is you don't know how long it's going to take to do the transfer because it's dependent on the congestion of the servers at the time. If you're trying to go to a place that is congested, it could take. 10, 20, 30 minutes. Now, if you're playing like right now, it'd probably take a minute or two at most, you know? 
But you don't know that. You have to be very sure that you're, you want to do this because you cannot back out once you start. Do you think once this comes out, like the exact day and minute this comes out, do you think this is a repeat of no fucking way? I think a lot of people are going to try to use it immediately and you're going to see some disgruntled people, but by the second day, well, yeah, cause it's 6.18. So it's not like there's any major content releasing when this releases. So I think the only no. congestion is just people trying to use it for the first time and that's it. Mm -hmm. So other than that, like day one, no, but I think we will see if we have another situation like Shadowbringers launch that people are going to be irreparably stuck inside of this queue. And I am curious to see how the stability of it works under that high-stress environment, which I'm sure they've been testing, but testing is not the same as live. Never is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just be wary. Yep. That's it. Just be wary. Uh, yeah, how to try. Hunter is going to be interesting. What happened? Oh, no, I don't think people are going to even bother. So, conductors aren't going to give a shit. They're just going to do what they were always doing. And the people, mm. honestly, people barely even like leaving their own servers for hunt trains sometimes. Like, I know when I, when I'm, when we're on Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh is a very natural population and people come to Gilgamesh. But then when like Fairy does it or Cactar does it, the, the, the participation dips significantly. Um, because a lot of the Gilgamesh people don't want to go and people who went to Gilgamesh don't want to go to another one. So I don't think it's going to be that big a deal with the hunt. Maybe if like, Primal has all of their hunt stuff done, but Ether has a bunch of theirs up. Maybe some people decide to go do that. But I, for most people, I think they're just going to step away and be like, nah, fuck that. Especially, like, trying to make it to an S rank on another data center. Log out of the game. Oh, yeah, see, I've, I've, given, up, uh, I've given up the whole, like, jumping servers for S ranks. Fuck yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see a lot more in-house hunt trains and in-house hunting. So if anything... The fear of it getting kind of just crazy might lead conductors or hunters who do spawns to be not more secretive, but less like, hey, come on in. Like, let, let me spread this information everywhere. Not that that matters much anymore with the fucking thing that has been largely ruining hunts for the past couple months. So it doesn't matter if you want it to be a fucking secret anymore. It's really hard to maintain. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, then they just talked about the Japanese data center expansion. We've been through this in NA already. EU has been through this. Yeah. So this was just another explanation of how they're going to be doing it. Reminder though, that there are other things that are still happening with this later in the summer. You know, obviously they're going to be upgrading the servers and adding more worlds and adding a new logical data center and all that kind of stuff to the other regions as well. So it's, uh, it's 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 at least a, it's a reminder that all that is still to come, at the very least. Mm -hmm. So, um, but after that, that was it for the live letter. Yeah, and even Ivy's done with the live letter, as I can see. She's out. <laughs> Where are you? No, Ivy, stop. Uh, they just reminded people that little lady day, little ladies day is coming up March fourteenth, and that they're hiring uh, translators for uh, French and German. No, no QVC. Nothing at all. Nothing we, That was nothing weird. Now. They really have nothing? 
Nothing at all. It'll it'll be it'll be at the uh, next live letter when oh, I have yeah, more well, to talk about. The next live letter, I have a bad feeling, is going to be five hours. And I say a bad uh, feeling because it's going to be like a long. It's not going to be a short feeling. They're, they're going to yeah. They're going to have a guess. They're going to have a guess. They're going to have more to talk about in terms of like the content we're getting. I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be kind of rehashed, kind of like from this, but. Uh, explain in a little bit more detail. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Ivy agrees too. Thank you, Ivy. Yeah. You can see she's, uh, she's decided my arm is where the biscuits are. And I have many <laughs> cuts to prove that at this point. She has, uh, destroyed the skin on my arms. No, don't try to lick my mouth. Stop. Just, there you go. That's it. That's better. She does literally try to lick my mouth sometimes. Stop. I'm trying to do a show. Ivy, you're drooling everywhere, you fucking animal. She just drools when she's happy. I'm just like covered in fucking spit right now. God. Just relax. Anyway, uh, yeah, that is it. That is actually it it. for both the live letter and the show. Because what the fuck else are we going to... Get the... Ivy. (laughs) I preferred it when you were when you were up here. There you go. I preferred this than the tail. Okay. So yeah, um, that means we can get back to the things, the the, the the very busy gaming season that we've had. That we took a good old hell month. Yep, it's hell and heaven at the same time. Yep. So uh, that's that's going to be a wrap for this week's episode. So n- next week and the week after, I would like us to finish those role based ones that we were doing. Um, Yes. We do have to speak about guests. Obviously, we have speci- uh, certain ones in mind. Um, I'm going to reach out to one uh, tonight. And I do kind of have an idea for a show after we get done with the Rollins. Okay, cool. And then by then, we'll be getting close to another live letter. So we're good for a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. At least a little bit. Tiny bit. All right. Yeah, just let me know what the idea is, and uh, we will make it happen. People ask if we're going to do a TVG about Elden Ring also, and I'm like, Sly needs to finish it, and that's not going to fucking happen anytime soon. This week, actually, I'll be splitting time between Elden Ring and um, GT. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you say so, <laughs> I'll believe you, Sly. I'll do my best. I'll do my best to believe you. Anyway, uh, with that, thanks everyone for joining us for this week's episode of State of the Realm. Again, shout out to our sponsors, uh, our patrons over on Patreon, and of course, uh, Steel Series with their giveaway under the video on YouTube. So make sure you go there and uh, interact with that in order to participate. And uh, yeah, with that, Sly, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at? You can find me at twitch.tv slash sly aka gray fox. You can find me on Twitter at sly the fox. Um, GT7. It's out. It's here. It's pretty. I can touch it. Got things. Um, yeah, I'm just playing a lot of GT7. But today is first Saturday. So we have an event tonight on Primal. For more info, check those links right there. We, Station WSOY actually has a site now. The site's done. Nice. You can check it out. 
checking all the info about, you know, Station WSOI, the first Saturday events, uh, link to the Patreon. I included the most recent free mix because, you know, many mixes are free. Uh, link to the Discord. Everything's there. It's all there. It's all pretty. And then, of course, um, again, the event tonight, Le Grand Prix is what it's called, uh, for obvious reasons. So, line starts at eight, doors open at nine on Behemoth. Again, check the tweet right there for more information. Love to have you. It's going to be a good time. But before that, I'm just playing more GT7. So, yeah. Nice. And Mike, Triangles. Triangles, yeah. triangles. You can find me, Mr. Happy. Uh, it's been crazy the last month. I played Lost Ark for like two weeks straight. I got to tier three. Um, but God, it was a good thing something else came out with uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster because I was getting kind of mm-hmm. bored of Lost Ark already. And then Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster 100%ed just in time for Elden Ring to come out, which I've now beaten twice. Uh, the second time only took five hours, though. I could have done it faster. But I was just trying to get another ending. And then Triangle Strategy came out yesterday, same day as the live letter. Uh, that's been fantastic. If you've played the demo, I won't spoil anything. If you've played the demo, I would say if you were afraid of not playing enough of the game and watching too much of the game, it gets a lot better after the demo. It's a lot less just... Mm. It was, the demo was like four hours long, and it's like two and a half hours of cutscenes, and it's like three battles total. It's like barely anything mm. at all. Uh, this is much better. It's been much better paced. Also, the story gets more interesting anyway, so it helps with the pacing as well. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. Really been enjoying it so far. Uh, and I... Should I say this? Should I say this? Use your words. I'm so sorry, Babylon's Fall. I'm so sorry you had to... You, you, you what? Uh, I mean, I'm not sorry for anything I did. I just see, I see what's happening and. Platinum games, you're gonna have to, you're gonna need another near game after this is all I'm gonna say. You're just, you're gonna need another near game. (laughs) Or finish Bayonetta 3 or whatever. Just, uh, good luck. With that, uh, we're going to wrap up. So, <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Next week we'll probably do a roll show. I just got to ask the guests to see what the availability looks like. So, mm-hmm. and then Sly's got his ideas. So hopefully we got shows for the next three weeks. So with that, I'm going to get back to triangling for a little bit more. Sly's going to get back to GTing a little bit more and we will see you next week. Until then. Bye bye. See you next week.